Welcome to the perfume room. It is so good to be back. I took a nice little summer hiatus, but I am back in biz and better than ever. Some updates on me. I've actually been moving these past few weeks. Um, it's been a really slow process. I feel like we literally move like one piece of furniture at a time. I feel like there's got to be a more productive way to do this. And I know the answer to it. It would be get a moving truck, but we don't do that. We just take one dresser, put it in a car, unload it and start the process all over again. Why make life easy when you could make life hard? That's my motto through and through, and you know I've always been an avid believer in doing the most for the least. Okay, just kidding, but let me tell you guys about my scent of the day. Today I am wearing Floris, a rose four, dot, dot, dot. And what's so cool about this fragrance is that it's a rose four. I didn't really understand why that was the name, but then in the packaging, they send you a gold pen to write your name in it. So I am actually wearing a rose for Emma. I was gifted this fragrance by Floris and I was so excited because I know that is the fragrance house that Queen Elizabeth wears and that Meghan Markle made a custom blend with for her wedding day. And so they sent me a few to pick out. I'm sniffing it right now. A rose four is a very powdery rose. It's kind of like an oud rose, but in a more old fashioned way. So when you think about something like Cairo or oud satin mood or intense cafe, these sort of vanilla Oody rose fragrances that to me get a little bit more woody and a little bit more resinous and ambery. This one, it's like, it kind of smells more fresh. And I don't want to say this because this is clearly like this fragrance is better than that caliber. But what I will say is that the first thing that comes to my mind is almost like the smell of deodorant, but like I really nice fresh like it's almost like rose potpourri meets oud meets fresh dew petals okay I'm giving this a 6.5 out of 10 when I put it on I was like mm, you know what I don't know if this is a fragrance for me and as the day has worn on I keep like getting whiffs of it in the air and it's actually really lovely um I definitely feel like yeah it skews mature it's a very mature but elegant rose and if you like your rose to be heavier. You don't want it to smell like fresh petals, but you don't want something that smells too woody. I think this is a really great in-between, but you're definitely going to get those powdery notes. Okay, my perfume juice of the day is on a fragrance I rediscovered, and that is Riddle Oil X. It's so interesting. It's like this mossy, spicy, indolic, and yet clean at the same time, total aphrodisiac scent. It kind of smells like if Jo Malone grapefruit had more indolic notes to it, like maybe something more floral. The official notes are cardamom, sandalwood, rose, violet, jasmine, moss, and musk. And this makes total sense to me. I just feel like, okay, so I had gotten the Riddle Oil Discovery Kit a while back and I kind of wrote it off because everyone was telling me that I was going to be obsessed with the original oil and when I smelled it, was it amazing? Absolutely. But did it smell exactly like Essential Faith and Namat Amber? Yes. And so I was just not as impressed because I was like, I've been down this road before. Like this is an amazing smell, but it's not my first time smelling it. Someone asked me to review the Discovery set the other day and I was just like, wait, why did I write off X? There's something I can't quit. And I feel like this is the perfect scent. You could totally wear it on its own, but I would layer this with anything else I was wearing to add like an extra like oomph to it. 
If you had a scent you wanted to take from daytime to evening, I would literally just add one dab of X. That's all you need. Et voila. And for all my single peeps listening, this really feels like a true aphrodisiac scent. I've had other scents in the past that were marketed as such, and this just smells like the better version of what I wanted those to be. Yes, I have spent copious amounts of money on scents marketed to seduce. My TikTok question of the day comes from Jessica Ray Rose, who wants to know what are some good fragrances for men? Well, let me use this opportunity to tell you guys about the fragrance that I just gifted my boyfriend for his 30th birthday, and that is Memo Sicilian Leather. I have the bottle right here. Oh my freaking God. I don't even know how to explain how much I love this scent. It's such an interesting yet easy to wear leather. The notes that are most prominent to me are this really zesty citrus facet with leather and then violet leaf. I really, really smell the violet leaf, almost similar to how I smelled it in Violet Ends by Boy Smells, except in Memo, I don't know, it just feels a little bit more wearable to me, whereas Violet Ends, I loved on the blotter, on skin, I it didn't do it for me as much as I had hoped. And I got this because Twisted Lily sent me like 13 different samples to try to find the perfect birthday gift for my boyfriend. And this one just rose above the pack infinitely. Like it was so freaking good the moment I smelled it and nothing even could hold a candle. If you have a person in your life that you want to have a unique signature scent, but you know it has to be a safe blind buy, yet you want it to be elevated and special, I cannot recommend this enough. Especially if you know someone who likes, I'm putting in air quotes, masculine leaning scents, though I do feel like this is unisex. Something about this is like the most easy to wear leather ever. Sometimes leather notes to me get heavy and they just get cloying or they just feel sticky or they feel intense. And Sicilian leather, because of all the citrus notes, it just wears in a really beautiful, beautiful place. And it's just sheer elegance. If you do want to try it, I do have a code at Twisted Lily. Use Perfume Room 10 at checkout and get 10% off anything. And I also posted a list to my stories of all of my favorite fragrances that I have tried at Twisted Lily. So if you don't know where to start, definitely start there. I'm so excited about today's guest. I personally have been like somewhat of a skincare skeptic and you'll hear me talk about it in the episode, but I just like, sometimes you see products that promise these incredible things, you know, like extra collagen boosters, your wrinkles will disappear, your acne will go away, your skin will be fully hydrated. And it's like, what does it mean? Is this marketing language or are these medical claims? And the knowledge of our guests today really just like blew my mind. We have the co-founders of 4AM Skin, self-proclaimed skinimalist, Sabrina Sedegian and Jade Beglin. You will hear from these skincare gurus about which ingredients you actually should be using in your skincare routine, how they boil down the benefits of a 12-step routine into two simple products, one for morning, one for night. Oh, and spoiler alert, your computer and phone screens are aging you. So take that as you will, throw that computer away, throw that phone out the window, stop watching my TikToks, just kidding, please don't ever stop. But they actually have a product that combats that and they'll tell you about it. Okay, this was a long intro, but I feel like we needed it because I haven't spoken to you guys in a while and I miss you. But without further ado, here's Sabrina and Jade. Welcome to the Perfume Room. Today we have co-founders of 4AM Skin, Jade Beglin and Sabrina Sedegian. Great, you got it right. <laughs> hey, 
Okay. Hey. Uh, it's so good to have you guys on the pod. Um, I always like to start off before we get in all about uh, 4 a.m. skin. I always like to ask, what are you guys currently wearing? Do you have signature scents? And do you have any scent or fragrance hot takes? So, Jay, do you want to start? Sure. When it comes to scent, I feel like I will just like use one at a time and use it until I get over it. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm using Marc Jacobs Decadence. Okay. Um, I basically smelt it on some other girl and I was like obsessed with how she smelled. And so I've been using it ever since. And do I have any fragrance hot takes? Yes. Um, I don't know. I love a masculine. I don't even know if technically that scent is more masculine, but I feel like generally I love like masculine smells on yeah. women. So I, love it. I don't know. I don't think that's a hot take though. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I'll take it. It's hot. It's hot. What about you, Sabrina? I'm kind of on the same wavelength with Jade, where I like the masculine kind of could be either smell. Um I love Byretto's Black Saffron. Mm -hmm. I'm Persian, so it reminds me a lot of smells from home. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, I also love Jazz Club Mm -hmm. um, by Maison Margiela. So those are like my two kind of go-tos, especially as we're transitioning now kind of into fall. I'm excited to have more like woody smells. Yeah. and but in the summertime, I wear like lighter fragrance, like Beach Walk or something like that. So kind of an array, but I do have my favorite. Like something for every season. Exactly. And then what am I without a question was what am I wearing, right? Yeah, right now. Currently perfume or clothing wise? Oh, uh, perfume. <laughs> okay, because I was like, what are you wearing? What it, that sounds okay. like a weird like ASL, like what are you, what are you wearing? <laughs> um well, perfume-wise, I have the Gisu Honey Hair Perfume in okay. my hair. I use that actually every day as well. And then I have Beach Walk on right now. Oh, nice. Okay, wait. Can you tell me about that hair perfume? Because I have had multiple people comment on my videos being like, what's a fragrance that smells like it? And I have never smelled it. Is it worth it? I actually have it right here. Oh, my God. Okay, um, what does it smell like? I literally came prepared with it. Um, well, Negan Mirsalahi, who is the girl who founded it, mm-hmm. is hair goals. She's like my icon. Yeah. So I had to get it. It smells like honey, but like flat uh, – a flower honey. I don't know how to explain okay. it, but it's like if you took just honey and then made it smell floral, which I love. It's very light. And the thing is, is for me, um, I have pretty greasy hair. So I feel like it's actually light on my hair, which mm-hmm. is nice. It doesn't feel like weighted down and some other hair perfumes that I've tried in the past really weigh my hair down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love it. And it actually... If you wear it with other, I would say florally or lighter scented perfumes, it mixes well together. Mm-hmm. So I actually have have liked using that even in combination with two, which at first I was really worried about uh, mixing the notes and everything, but yeah. I, I love it. Do you get compliment? Like, do people ever like sniff your hair and be like... So much. So wow. much. It's crazy. Okay. I need to get into this. Yeah. People will literally come up to me and like put their nose basically in my hair. And I'm like, can we have personal space? Right. right. Um, but so many, I've gotten stopped at bars and in clubs even in the mall or like shopping, everyone will stop me and be like, what, is, what does that smell? Maybe that's the secret. Maybe I need to get some hair perfume. That's like, that's something that people have asked me about and I just have never ventured into that territory. So you've given me um, some food for thought, but also, oh, did you have any um, fragrance hot takes? Uh, fragrance hot takes. I think, I think your outfit's not complete without good fragrance. Fully agree. Um, It's not really a hot take, but as someone, I think, 
it seems more of a hot take as someone in skincare who's very anti-fragrance and products. Yeah. But I'm very, very pro-fragrance and never leave the house without perfume. Yeah. Well, I think that that's an amazing segue to 4AM Skin because I was talking to Jade briefly before this and she was saying, you guys made a conscious decision not to scent 4AM Skin. So I want to talk about what is 4AM Skin and then how did you guys decide that? Totally. I guess we can kind of start with what is 4AM Skin and the way that Jade and I came to starting it. So for the longest time, I had loved skincare. I was actually a beauty and skincare influencer, like as my main kind of passion before starting 4AM. Drop the handle, drop the handle. (laughs) At Sabsade on Instagram, S-A-B-S-A-D-E. But um, I'm also a medical student. Mm -hmm. So I um, love like the front end of cosmetics and working with brands and collaborations. But I also wanted to go to school to, to really research and understand the formulations behind products and understand that, you know, skincare is kind of comes from the field of dermatology and wellness. And let's bring it kind of back to the science. Mm -hmm. Um, And but as a beauty influencer, got shelves worth of product, you know, I'm sure as someone who loves perfume, you have Mm -hmm. millions and millions and millions of perfume. That's Mm -hmm. how I was in skincare and had developed this 12 step routine. That was all the rage, you know, the Korean skincare routine was the holy grail, but it wasn't compatible with my lifestyle. I was in college going out until 4am or in the library until 4am and didn't want to do these multi-step routines, but I still wanted to feel like I had this kind of luxury skincare that people um, were kind of, I would say dumping on me or the, I felt the industry um, wanted us to have in order to be that girl or to be that person in the industry. And Jade had a very similar situation and thought process as me, even though was living kind of a different lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, after college, I was working on Wall Street just with like horrific hours and had never been more busy in my life. Um, And so, and I always wanted to have like good skin. And this was also like one of the first times I could like splurge on kind of skincare and like treating myself, Mm -hmm. um, even though I was so busy. So I really was looking for something like, but I knew that just realistically, I was like living in New York, having like big girl finance job, like didn't, but was still like, prioritizing a social life on top of it all Mm -hmm. um wanted to have skincare that felt luxurious but also was like all in one one step and that's kind of how we got to 4am skin um basically our our first kind of product that we came out with is the routine which is our signature rise and rest serums Mm -hmm. and what they really are is there's um they are basically can take all the steps of your morning routine and all your steps of your night routine and really condense them Mm -hmm. and we researched a lot about kind of what you need in the morning versus what you need at night and they're formulated together so that you know that what you're not getting in the morning you're definitely getting at night etc etc yeah and we kind of tried to take every active that you'd want in this luxury routine and make it simple and put it into two bottles so it's a one-stop shop you don't really need to think about what you need I think the skincare industry was getting really overwhelming and so we wanted to make it easier for a lot of people but I think the the question of the conscious decision of to make it on fragrance that was mm-hmm. one of our our big kind of pain points when we were developing the formulations because for me like I said I think fragrance is such a ritualistic experience and I think mm-hmm. skincare too is such a ritualistic experience where you know you have that spa-like feel and and having the fragrance to it does add an element of, okay, I'm taking care of myself. I'm Mm -hmm. really feeling good. And it can really evoke, you know, an emotional feeling like with your skincare. But for us, 
and especially in my research with the formulations and everything like that, you know, fragrance, when we're putting fragrance on your skin, especially your face, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people can have reactions to it or allergies to it. And you kind of just don't know um, what someone's reaction is going to be to a certain fragrance. And so I think for us, we were thinking, you know, we want to make a product that every single person will be able to use. And we didn't really want to add anything else to the experience other than it being just to heal your skin in a way. And I think what our products really try to do is kind of a different approach than what I've even seen in the skincare market right now is we're really trying to bring back the natural functioning of your skin with supportive actives and really heal your skin from within. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of other skincare brands are kind of trying to just like take off that top layer and fix the symptoms of let's say your environment or things that are going on. We're really trying to instead fix that root problem. And so we didn't want to have anything that might interfere with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And fragrance, unfortunately, um, does actually sometimes bother certain pathways in the skin and can cause some inflammation for certain people, especially on your face, which is a very sensitive area for it. But I, I mean, I'm someone who just like loves, loves, loves feeling that sense of, hey, I'm in a spa, you know, or hey, I like love this. And I know that a lot of people don't love that experience. So I think for us, when we were figuring it out and figuring out, okay, how do we want to really bring these products to market? How many people do we want to reach? Blah, 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 all that stuff. We were thinking, okay, let's make it fragrance free. And then let's add maybe in the future, an essential oil, Mm -hmm. something that you put on like another portion of your body, or maybe if it's a body serum, uh, we go into it with fragrance or something natural. But even for us, like our products actually don't smell like anything. It's not even that we're just synthetic fragrance free. Like there's no smell whatsoever. And, and a lot of brands, I mean, Jade, you can even go into this. Yeah. Cause so it was something we were, we like, we went back and forth on a lot. Like this was a serious discussion we had because we knew we wanted it to say fragrance free. Although Mm -hmm. you'll see actually like a lot of stuff that you see in the drugstore or whatever, it'll say fragrance free, but you can still smell like it smells like something. It's a lie. Um, Yeah. And it's basically because I think it's technically some like synthetics count as fragrance, but if you have like different oils that you might be using for something else, but also like happen to make it smell like something, Mm -hmm. it'll make your product smell like something, but not actually have fragrance in it, or you can still say fragrance free. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like fruit extracts, like watermelon extracts, cucumber extracts that you can use. But I think, and then we thought about doing it and then basically I think we kind of came to the conclusion that we wanted every ingredient to be a serve a purpose for your skin. I love that, that was kind of the main focus. And that no matter what you're adding, that's not that for just the fragrance. It's, mm-hmm. it's something we decided that we were like, you can use 4am and then you can, it'll go with any fragrance you right, like. Right. Right. Um, it can't, it can't in, interact with say your favorite perfume that it doesn't smell good or maybe your moisturizer, since we haven't come out with a moisturizer yet, maybe you want those smells to go together. So so you were just saying like you haven't come out with a moisturizer yet. If you use these pro- – so I love the idea of like a one-stop or like two-stop shop for like everything that you need. Do you guys add any other products or are you guys both like 4 a.m. skin or bust? So I am definitely – we both are definitely 4 a.m. skin or bust. I mean even for me, I in the morning, I don't wash my face. I kind of have dry skin. So um, in the morning, I don't even wash my face. I literally only put on the Rise Serum and then sunscreen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then at night I'll put on, oh, I will wash my face, mm-hmm. but it's literally like the, a very like gentle cleanser. I, I got gifted a Barbara Sturm cleanser. So I just use that for now. I kind of just use whatever I'm gifted, honestly, which I is really it. bad, it's the best. but it is nice. Definitely. So it's literally kind of any cleanser that I have, then the R rest serum mm-hmm. and then really any moisturizer I get gifted to until obviously 4am comes out with our own. But um, since I'm in med school right now, and also working on the startup, I literally don't have time to like scratch my back, basically. So I, I don't have time to do, you know, so many products. So I I am 4am girl at heart. Wow. Yeah, pretty much if you feel that you like I have combination skin, Mm -hmm. if you feel like you're you have really dry skin, it's something that you could use a moisturizer afterwards. Like, for example, when I was in Lake Tahoe all the way, like, last, basically a year ago, we were still kind of testing different formulations since it's, like, up in the mountains and it's really dry up there. I was using a moisturizer after the fact, but now in the summer, I don't. Wow. You know, it's interesting, too, because... So I talk to a lot of perfumers or I talk to a lot of perfume founders. And so I've heard a lot about the experience of how they work with scientists to develop their formulas. What was that process like? You know, you guys have been talking about testing out different formulations. Like, and obviously, Sabrina, I know you're studying, you know, you're in med school, but I assume neither of you have like a true like skincare science development background, or maybe I'm wrong, but what's that experience been like? So I kind of more as a, passion, I guess, have been in derm research and in skincare research um, in undergrad. And then now I'm continuing it in med school and I'm cool. on track to study derm, which I'm loving. For us, kind of when we were at the beginning of it, and even now as we're, I'm getting a little too eager about making new products. So yeah. I'm back to the research board. But um, I we basically just talked to a lot of different labs for for me, I had been connected with a few labs from my own like kind of uh, university research. Mm-hmm. Um, like through them, they knew people who were like, oh, you should just talk to these people and talk to these people. Talk to so many different labs about kind of what was just a non-negotiable for us when we were formulating and saying, okay, I don't want these ingredients in the product. Like we have a very strict creed of what we're not putting on our faces and we want to do this and we want to do this. And there's different technologies that we had to figure out if people even had the capability to do because mm-hmm. we're we have these very complex serums mm-hmm. that have so many of these multi-actives in it. You have to make sure that each individual active is stabilized and it's blended in a certain way and to, you know, be able to live in the bottle together and then knowing how to actually make these formulations. You ha- we had to talk to a lot of different labs to make sure that wow. we were kind of at the level of uh, complexity or they could take that on basically. And then for me, I kind of wrote a formula and was like, here, uh, let's let's try These this. These are the most important things that we need in it for sure. Let's figure out how to stabilize it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Cool. And um, I had been really interested in circadian technology with skincare. And I'm sure you've heard of like uh, your circadian rhythm with sleep and melatonin yes, and that stuff, yes. right? Okay. You lost me at, with the skincare, but like totally so sleep. I'll give you the 15 second rundown of yeah. it, but- Basically, your skin has its own circadian rhythm that since it's kind of environmentally facing or outward facing can be thrown off. Okay, I can uh, tell you're, you're in med school. I just want to like throw <laughs> that out there. Okay, I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to not. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was just like impressed. I'm not like speak dumb to me. I'm just saying like, <laughs> damn. 
but basically your circadian rhythm in your skin is I would say kind of the global clock that tells your skin to do oil secretion or to do DNA repair mm-hmm. or, you know, when to do all of its processes that it needs to do. And because it's out in the environment, it, that circadian rhythm can get thrown off by things like blue light mm-hmm. from your phones and your screens, you know, lack of sleep, even sugar and alcohol can throw it off. Air yeah. pollution can throw it off. Right. So many different things can throw it off. And what we found um, in the research that um, I've been involved in is that basically once that circadian rhythm gets thrown off, that then causes a lot of underlying problems like hyperpigmentation, acne, melasma, which is like skin darkening, mm-hmm. um, not enough oil secretions, both and also like kind of for oil secretions when it's happening and also how much of it is happening. So if you have like extremely dry skin or even rosacea mm-hmm. fr- or dermatitis, like from that lack of oil secretion, you know, that's all kind of from your circadian rhythm. But the biggest thing that we found is that it's the number one cause of premature aging is this like kind of thrown off circadian rhythm. So we've found actives that go in and actually resynchronize that rhythm for you without you having to change your lifestyle. I'm sold. <laughs> so our main active ingredient that's in both the morning and the night is this circadian rhythm resynchronizer. And then we've found every other active kind of that you'd want to just supplement and make sure that your skin um, is functioning at the natural kind of processes and ways that it needs to. But for me, I was so interested in that side of kind of skincare and thinking, okay, let's go back to the natural functioning of your skin mm-hmm. and not do these. Because in the skincare market, you know, right now I, I see all these crazy peels and crazy high, high, high actives and things like that mm-hmm. where, you know, you're you're kind of compromising the integrity of your skin barrier. Right. And it's actually making, you know, air pollution from the outside in cities, be able to penetrate your skin more or UV light penetrate your skin more. And so even though you're fixing kind of the symptom of literally peeling off the top layer of your skin, it might not actually be in the long term really effective or or great. So we wanted to find a lab that kind of aligned with us Mm -hmm. um, on that ideology as well. And so it was a bit of a timetable that we did. But once we found the people who supported our vision and were champions of kind of what we were talking about, it became a beautiful marriage that then for a year and a half, we worked on the formula with them. Yeah. I've been like sending back and forth, us giving feedback on like how it felt, how it, um, what it did to our skin, et cetera. Today's Perfume 101 is on the note aldehyde. What is it? Because if you were like me, the first time I ever saw the word aldehyde listed as an ingredient, I thought it was formaldehyde. So aldehyde is actually not one singular note. It is a family of notes and aldehydes are responsible for that sort of fizzy, starchy, bubble bath, almost metallic-like smell and fragrances. The first really popular perfume with aldehydes that I know of was Guerlain Leur Bleu, but then we see it again with Chanel Number no. 5, which made its debut in the 20s, literally 100 years ago. And aldehydes really got popular again in the 70s and 80s with scents like Charlie and YSL Reeve Gauche. If you know any fragrances with metal in the name, it probably has aldehydes. Examples are Tom Ford Metallique, The Harmonist Matrix Metal and Metal Flower. Byredo Inflorescence is another one that comes to mind. And I don't know if the original Aiton Bob has aldehydic notes in it, but it smells like it to me. Do you love aldehydes? Tell me. DM me. I want to know. Back to the episode. 
Okay, this is amazing. Also, Jade, I met you, I guess, like a year-ish now ago. Yeah. Um, from like hilarious like COVID. I was doing um, a single of the week Instagram like live show and Jade was one of the amazing singles. And mm-hmm. you like totally did not let on that you had like any of this up your sleeve. Like you're like, yeah, I'm just like with my friends in this house and I'm in finance. Come to find out you're just like this like you're killing it as like a co-founder. <laughs> Uh, was this like under wraps for a while? Yeah, we basically didn't really talk about it until like it was really launched, um, cool. which has been cool too, because I feel like, like once I started posting about it, one, I think if I had been doing this for like a year and a half with like no launch yet, I would have really like, I don't think any of my friends would want to follow me anymore. I'm sure it's already annoying. I, yeah. Um, Self-promotion. You got to do it if you have like your own yeah. brand, but it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, <laughs> you have to do it. Um, So that, and then, yeah, so we were kind of, and we were been worried. I mean, we even have, we've gone through different names, like different branding. So like, it's definitely evolved. And so I think now we're really proud of like the final product. And yeah. so I didn't want it spill the beans before um, it was something we really loved yeah yeah I also think COVID had a big impact on that as well I mean even going back to the question about the lab when COVID hit we were about two three months into formulation and so then having to shut down everything think is this actually the lab can't work from home right who are in the doing chemistry and like that's not something they can do from home right so they were really delayed yeah yeah so I think just all of that happening and thinking, is this actually going to happen? Should Going kind of back to the drawing board and thinking, is this what we want to do? And does this make sense? And I think it helped us in so many ways because we were able to really refine the brand into what it is today. Mm-hmm. But for a little while, it was a little bit scary because we were thinking, oh no, are we actually going to do this now? And right. really reevaluating. I mean, everyone had that reevaluation period right in March. Um, right. But figuring out, okay, are we going to go full steam ahead or are we going to stop? And it was, no, 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 let's go full steam ahead. Let's not tell anyone about it in case, but yeah. full steam ahead and, until until yeah. we figure out if this is actually going to be a thing. Also, because so much of our branding is very nightlife, like For kind sure. of like party girl. Um, and that's at the root of it, but I think we've kind of evolved from that. But at the same time, this is during like COVID, right. people are like, no one should be partying in a panty. Right. Like, <laughs> um, so we, I mean, it definitely, del- we, we were planning on launching much earlier than we did because it didn't seem appropriate. Yeah. Well, 5 p.m. skincare just doesn't have the same flair. So I yeah, think 4 a.m. Exactly. is the, so, okay, wait, I want to ask you guys, because like, especially during COVID, I feel like people got really into skincare routines. I feel like the silver lining, you know, you're talking about not being a party girl in panty, which also panty, LOL. Um, But (laughs) I want to like, I feel like skincare by Hiram, like that became like a brand that everyone started following and all these things. What are like the ingredients that like, I am not someone who like knows a lot about skincare and similar to you, Sabrina, like I get a product and I'm like, cool, I like it. Like, tell me, is this a good ingredient? Hyaluronic acid. So yeah, we actually have hyaluronic acid in our night serum. Yeah. And then we have a version that's similar to it called Aquaxel in our morning serum. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it. Yeah. it. Your skin feels like you drank a glass of water. Mm-hmm. So um, it's an awesome active that we have in, in the night serum. And I think that it really moisturizes from within. And what we actually have is we have micro hyaluronic acid in our night serum. Mm-hmm. So 
it actually is able to penetrate even deeper into the deep dermis layers, um, whereas some of the bigger hyaluronic acids. I wish you guys could see my face right now as I listen to (laughs) you talk about this. I'm just so enamored. Okay, yeah, sorry. Thank you. No, I mean, I I love talking about ingredients. That's my my nerdy side will come out when I talk about ingredients, I swear. But um, so hyaluronic acid is a humectant, which means that it draws water towards its molecule. And so basically, if hyaluronic acid actually sits on the top of the skin, what can happen is it can draw um, water from your skin out into the environment, okay. which a lot of people don't know about. Um, and that's why a lot of people also say you should lock a hyaluronic acid in with a moisturizer. But we've used micro hyaluronic acid in order to be able to really penetrate your skin deeply. So all of that moisture is going to be retained within your skin. And a lot of people say that, oh, when I use the rest, it feels like my face drank a glass of water. Wow. So it's it's great. And we have a lot of really moisturizing ingredients in both the morning and the night. But I love that ingredient. I think it's really became trendy in the past year and for good reason. If there was like a rapid fire, like these are the three most important ingredients that we have in our products. Well, I mean, without like, you know, sharing a a formula secret, like what would be like, you're like, you have to use 4AM skin because we have X, Y, and Z. Well, I think for me, the number one is our Les, it's called uh, Les Pedeza Capitata. It's literally the weirdest name, weirdest name ever. I'm pretty sure that's like one of my computer passwords, like auto generated. (laughs) It's like a Wi-Fi password. I wish it had a better name because it's such a cool ingredient. Um, And that's that's the one I was talking about, which is our circadian rhythm resynchronizer. So it goes in and actually works on DNA pathways um, and hydration pathways to basically resynchronize that circadian rhythm for you in the skin to fix a lot of your underlying problems. And that's what I think is like one of the most important ingredients that I love and that I think makes us really differentiated. Mm-hmm. And it's in both the rise and the rest. Wow. Yeah, it's the one that's in both the rise and the rest. And the one that I think is just cool is we have in the rest serum an ingredient called ergothionine, which basically um, takes away all of the effects of alcohol and sugar on your skin. Wow. Okay, I need that. That sounds great because that's my that's my biggest skin issue. You also talked about earlier, and before I move on to like more personal stuff with like you guys and fragrance, I want to know because clearly you guys know this stuff. Blue light is it is it really aging us? Like, should I really be putting sunscreen on to look at my phone because I'm addicted to my phone and I look at it all day? Well, I'll say one thing. Yes, blue light's aging you. Um, basically, thirty minutes behind your computer is the same effect as seven minutes in uh, the sun unprotected. But oh my God, your sunscreen isn't going to protect you from UV from blue light because it protects against UV. So a lot of people now, and I think what will happen in the future is that there will be these um, blue light blockers in computer. And then you see it a little more. I think Ilya just came out with a some type of hmm. uh, blue light blocker that they were going to send to me. I don't know. I, I got to look into it. But um, basically, they think that's going to be the new thing in a lot of sunscreen formulations is this added component of a blue light blocker. For us, um, we didn't want necessarily want to put a blocker into the serums, but rather the resynchronizer that protects against blue light and a plethora of other issues as well. So our... Because the blue light can really mess up your circadian rhythm because it thinks that it's, if you're looking at your phone at 4 a.m. and it thinks that it's day because of the blue light and that can throw off your rhythm. 
Yeah, exactly. This and for us, I mean, you're not going to go to sleep and put sunscreen on, but you still need to resynchronize that rhythm. So basically, I mean, for me, I'm I'm even horrible at reapplying sunscreen. I mean, everyone says, oh, reapply it every three hours or whatever. I put it on in the morning and then I forget. Right. Um, but for, so that's why it was so important for us to be able to have this kind of correctly dosed blue light or circadian rhythm resynchronizer within our serums so that you don't really have to change that much of your lifestyle and it can continue to be easy, but you're still kind of helping against those negative effects of the blue light. Wow. Okay. That is that is good to know. I mean, it's also, I'm someone who like, I hear about different skincare products and people promise all these like crazy things, like it's collagen restoring and all these things. And I'm like, I feel like the people who are like touting these products also have like gotten Botox or gone under the knife and are doing other procedures they're not talking about. But hearing like exactly the research and the ingredients list that you guys put in this is like really selling me because sometimes you're just like is this really going to be different like is this really going to help but it's very clear that this is like really well researched so it's really impressive if you are listening to this episode and you're like i need to try 4am skin jade and sabrina have been so kind to give perfume room listeners an exclusive 15 percent off discount the code is simply lespediza capitata just kidding. The discount is Perfume Room and just enter that at checkout and you will get 15% off. Back to the episode. What is one non 4am skin competitor beauty product that you guys are just like obsessed with right now? Like it could be a lipstick, like just like something else that you're just like, if I had one thing in my beauty drawer at all times, it's this. One I'm loving and it's like, I literally found it off of TikTok, the Maybelline like lifter gloss. It's like this lip gloss that- it's, I, I always get compliments on it. Really? Even over FaceTime. I was FaceTiming one of my friends and they were like, your lip gloss looks amazing. And it's literally from the drugstore. Oh my um, God, I got to try it. Yeah. And they come in like lots of colors, but I think they just, they, it's really your lips, but better is really what I think it gives you. Cool. So it feels very, I can use it all the time. Wow. Um, I have two because that, Jade just reminded me of the other one. Jade put me onto the Maybelline Infallible um, powder foundation thing. Mm-hmm. And I I love it. I don't know. I've never like, I don't really wear foundation ever. But for some reason, I just, I don't know. I think it's it's awesome. I, I never really tried it, but I, I seem to love it. And then I love the Kosas. I think that's how you say their name. Okay, yeah. They have these like liquid eyeshadows that are like glittery. And again, I'm not someone who wears makeup really at all. Um, I just maybe put on like mascara and lip gloss and, and go out the door. But I love the like liquid eyeshadow. Like it's so easy just to swipe on and then you feel like you're actually doing something. Yeah. And it's super easy. So it's it's fun and I love it. Cool. Okay. Noted. So I want to ask you guys, how did you two come together? Are you friends from college or did I make that up? Yeah. Friends from college. We both went to Georgetown um, in DC. Okay. Um, GW over here. (laughs) My brother went to GW. Okay, cool. Um, Colonial fam. It's like the worst, like go colonials, like not only problematic, but like who wants to root for, uh, for George Washington? Anyway, neither here nor there. How did you decide to be co-founders? Like what like who came to who? What was that process? Well, I think it was honestly really an organic process where Jade and I have been best friends from college and we I, I would just always complain to her about like random random stuff 
And whenever I'd complain about skincare, she'd be like, yeah, I have the same exact problem. It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. Can you just like give me a rundown of just like some things I should do so I don't look dead at my finance job basically? Yeah. And then I gave her a list of like, I don't know how many products I gave it to you, but it was, it was a lot. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you should try vitamin C and niacinamide, like hyaluronic acid, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Sabs, no, I'm not going to do this like in the morning when I also have to take a shower after berries and like all this stuff and then run to work. Like I don't have time. Right. And, um, you know, just after time after time, us realizing that we just had the same problem. We just looked at each other one day and was like, so many people probably also have this problem. Yeah. We should make something out of this. Yeah. And I also think I was, I mean, to give a little more background, like Sabrina's always been like a huge skincare, like junkie. Mm-hmm. And I, on the other hand, like I definitely knew less about skincare, but in the way we're kind of making skincare for people who don't love skincare right. or like, cause there are people who will always want a 12 step routine because it's part of their ritual. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Maybe if you have the extra time, but we really wanted something for everyone um, that felt easy for anyone. Mm-hmm. And so kind of that perspective and then kind of, uh, with like Sabrina's experience in that. And then I've had, had some experience doing kind of growth for a, a lot of other D to C brands. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the two kind of came together nicely where she has skills that I don't have. Right. Uh, it, it, vice versa. You know, it's interesting because I've talked to a few different co-founders on this podcast and there seems to be a similar pattern among all of them of like, one person was like really beauty obsessed and the other person was like, I could get on board with it. And I feel like it's like the perfect mix because you need someone who's like already in the trenches and like knows what they don't know. And then you need someone who's like going to be like relatable to the consumer of like, I literally, this is for you because like, I don't know this either. Like we're finding this out together. And like, I feel like there's been similar things of like, someone who's founded a fragrance with someone and one person was like the business side and the other person was like a fragrance head or, you know, vice versa. So that's, it's interesting that I keep finding that, that pattern. It seems to work well. Yeah, totally. I think the best thing about it is that both Jade and I kind of know exactly what we don't know and we kind of refer to each other and it's been a a perfect marriage of sorts. And then there are things that we, and every single um, kind of idea or question is, is bounced back and forth to each other. So we always make every decision together, but it's, it's so nice that we both like understand, okay, this is my realm. This is your realm, but we're obviously going to collaborate and talk about it and everything. Right. So you had like an epic launch party. Of course I saw, that's when I first um, found out about 4am skin because I saw you were talking about self-promotion. It totally worked. Cause I was like, Jade do my podcast. Um, your outfits are amazing. I'm going to post a picture. Obviously when I promote this pod, did you coordinate them? And also what fragrances did you wear to your launch party? 100% coordinated. <laughs> yeah, we were very lucky that um, the team from Area New York dressed us. Cool. They are an amazing, amazing, amazing brand. I love them. They are unapologetically glamorous mm-hmm. is what I would describe them as. And I think 4AM is also unapologetically glamorous. So mm-hmm. it was a a really nice pairing. It's funny because our launch was actually at 5 p.m. and we looked like we were ready to go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, definitely um, not happy hour attire, but loved it. And it really, I think it it showed the vibe for the brand. So it was it was fun. Um, I myself was wearing, I think I had run out of my perfume and I wore a gifted one, but I ended up loving it. It was the Valentino Donna Born in Roma oh, yeah, um, yeah. scent. It's like the pink bottle. Yeah. And I, I remember wearing that 
like a couple times in college and I really liked it. Um, and it, it's just always one that's been in my cabinet. So whenever I kind of run out of other perfume, it, it's my go-to. Yeah, and I'm going to be boring. I was wearing the Marc Jacobs Decadence one. You know, Decadence gets a lot of love. Like, that's one that people are always like, review Decadence. I love Decadence. It's, like, got a nice, like, woody sweetness to it, if I'm, like, I like it because I, 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 maybe this should have been my hot take. Like, I like really strong perfumes. Yeah. Like, I, in, in a, in a way, like, my parents really hate anything perfume. Like, I remember we had a French exchange student once. Mm-hmm. And this was when in France, like Abercrombie was really cool. Like this was in middle school and yeah. this was before Abercrombie went to uh, France. So whenever we had, when like there were French exchange students, they would always come and stop and come to the Abercrombie and get bags of stuff to bring home. Yeah. And she was like obsessed with Abercrombie perfume and my parents could not stand it. And they really like, my parents don't use any fragrance or anything and so for the longest time I never used anything and now I'm like I want you to smell me when I enter a room I want people to smell it uh, versus being more subtle I feel like you go I feel like I personally also gone through like fragrance evolutions of being like I want to smell like nothing like I want to smell like a skin scent to being like I want to walk in a room and everyone like turns their head I also am curious what your guys signs are just out of just just out of curiosity do you want the full chart? Oh, I mean, if you have it, <laughs> we've, got, we've got time. So you, please give it to me. Where's um, your Mercury? <laughs> Pisces Sun, Sag Moon, Cancer Rising. So I'm a I'm a crier. If a crier. that says anything from my chart, the Cancer and the Pisces right there. Okay, interesting, interesting. I don't know my like special like the other stuff, but I, I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn, yeah. That's Jade loves astrology. I love being, I know, I like, I love being Capricorn because I feel like every Capricorn meme, I'm like, yes, it's correct. Yeah. It's funny because like last night I was up until like 3 a.m. I don't know why. I don't do anything. I don't know why I'm awake at this hour. Like I'm just like looking at my phone and then something just like in me decided, I was like, I'm going to make a list of my most horoscopy friends of each horoscope like I'm like who's my most Capricorn Capricorn friend who's my most (laughs) Libra Libra friend just to like see if I could do it and I have a list of like people who are like Capricorns in my life who are like the quintessential Capricorns or like the quintessential Pisces the quintessential says um but yeah as you guys were talking I was thinking that Jade you might like Panhaligon's Cairo if you like just like a good like woody head turning I mean I think you guys would both like it and Sabrina I was thinking you might like Dead Cool Blonde. Um, she's also like a young female. She was on my podcast too. She's a oh, we're collaborating with her. I think on oh, something. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I reached out to her, and um, I think she was like, "Yeah, let's do something." So yeah, we're figuring Karina's out. Karina's awesome. But. Um, but yeah, Blonde reminds me of Black Saffron, but I actually like even like it a little bit better. Um, and it's like a better price point. And um, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. But I had to give it to you guys. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. What are the places that you guys go out? Do you feel like there's a certain scent that like everybody's wearing there? Like what is the in, the it scent of New York City right now? Well, to be honest, this is going to sound so gross, but we always go to Casablanca and I feel like recently Casablanca has gotten so sweaty. So honestly, yeah, like, I feel like the smell of New York is just gross. everyone's sweating and wants to, but it's fine being like in these packed, packed, packed bars. Yeah probably not the best yeah probably not the best thing to say on a perfume pod but I feel like everyone stinks yeah like it's not great right now like we got to get on that somehow 
Maybe deodorant can be the next 4 a.m. skin, like a great, yeah. great deodorant. You can just pass it out at sweaty clubs and be like, yeah. try our product, please. Um, what did you guys have a signature scent when you guys were teenagers or like something that's like super nostalgic that you're like, I cannot believe I wore that. My first perfume was from Joe Malone, the blush suede and peonies. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Um, and then my mom basically um, was like, oh, like she, she was obsessed. My mom's obsessed with perfume. I think that's where I get my like love of fragrance. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you want, you need a, a big girl perfume. And I was like, Joe Malone feels like a big girl perfume, but okay, mm-hmm. like sure. So she got me and it's now discontinued, which I'm so sad about, but it was Cartier So Pretty. Mm. And that perfume, when I say that perfume got so many compliments from my mom. Every time I'd walk with my mom somewhere, oh my gosh, what's that smell? What's that smell? What's that smell? Now I need to look it up. I don't even know that one. It was such a beautiful fragrance. I don't know why they discontinued it. Mm. My mom literally bought hundreds of bottles off of like even eBay when they were discontinuing it just to like get the whole supply and stock of it. Um, What does it smell like? heaven I don't know it's so good I just I have we, we ran out of it like years ago but it was just such a beautiful smell and my mom actually doesn't like floral smells mm-hmm. which is interesting like she actually hates floral perfumes um so but it I don't even know how to explain it like it just smelled so good I would say almost like I don't want to compare it to Baccarat Rouge because I feel like that's kind of a I don't love that one as much, but this it was Same. just so it was so good. Yeah, it was. Amazing. I might have to find a bottle and like do a video inspired by this because now I'm just whenever someone tells me that it's like the most beautiful thing they ever smelled. If I haven't smelled, it, I'm like I ha- I need to. Yeah, you definitely. That's my do. next it- mission. Okay, when I when this is over, that's literally on my to do list of like ordering fragrances I don't need. What about you, Jade? <laughs> My nostalgic one is much less, uh, like, nice than Joe Malone. I think mine, like, when I was younger, I had, like, Victoria's Secret's Cherry Blossom Body Mist. Yeah, I mean. And I thought I was, <laughs> I thought I was just so sophisticated. Um, and then, but after that, I remember when I, like, the first year I was interning in New York, I remember I got my first paycheck. And what I really wanted at the time were those, uh, they were all the rage. I can't remember the brand. I think it was like those Dior glasses that everyone had. They yeah. had oh, the Dior So Light. Yeah, they, yeah, those sunglasses. And I was like, that's what I'm going to use my like money on. I went to go try them. They looked horrible on me. Like I was so sad. Mm-hmm. I've been looking forward to buying these sunglasses for so long. So I was like, okay, what else? What's another like big purchase that I can do and so I was like okay I'm gonna get a nice perfume I'm gonna find my smell Mm -hmm. so I went around I think it was like Bloomingdale's and like tried all their scents Mm -hmm. and whatnot and I got the Givenchy Oud Mm. uh, perfume yeah and like that was my smell for I think like the majority of college wow um and I like loved it Okay, then you will definitely love Panhaligon's Cairo. I feel like I'm like so spot on. You must try this. You will absolutely love it. Um, It's funny you're talking about Victoria's Secret because it just sparked in me. Like 
I don't know if you guys had a similar experience and this is off topic, but I remember like the first time my friend and I went in to like buy a thong from Victoria's Secret and we were in like seventh grade and we were so um, self-conscious that we like, it was like so embarrassing that we were doing, maybe we were in like sixth grade. I feel like we were younger, but I just remember we went up to the counter to pay and we both like, if you saw like me as a sixth grader, like I looked like a fourth grader, like I was just, it just hadn't worked out yet. I mean, it's questionable if it has yet. But I went up to pay and I was like, this is for my sister. Like, do you guys have any memories of like, do you remember the first time you bought some, like a thong or something? I mean, I was like a horribly, horribly late bloomer. Like, I don't think I wore bras until sophomore year of high school. And like, I don't think I even needed one, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. It was just like, felt like a loser. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I still don't wear bras. <laughs> Same. Um, and so I think, gosh like buying my first bra and I think it was like literally at Target because it was like a training bra because I right. didn't even oh like, my god I remember it. those yeah but I was so in like because I went actually I went to boarding school for high school so I was living in a dorm and I just saw these girls who had bras and I felt so like young and like not cool because I was like well I guess I need to go buy a bra now because everyone's wearing them I'm dead that's so funny I don't remember I mean I went to an all-girls school so also like no one really cared about like I don't know bras and stuff like yeah I remember like it was it was actually like really weird <laughs> going to an all-girls school is really weird I don't I don't recommend but um in the hallway like people were literally showing each other people's bras being like look at my color that I have and this <laughs> and that and I remember that I everyone had like the pink Victoria like the pink by Victoria's Secret bras I know I know that, that was such a yeah. yeah that was such a status symbol and so I went home that day to my mom who had got me like cute like white regular ones or whatever being like I need to go to pink and buy a neon green bra because everyone has a neon green bra and I'm the only one who had a boring one and I couldn't show it to my friends in the hallway and my mom was like what what do you guys do in school yeah she's like I'm sending you to a co-ed school this is not healthy (laughs) literally um but she was like okay let's go and so I got like just like the ugliest bras that I literally throughout last year I don't know why I held on to them so long but I remember looking at them in my wardrobe being like why did I ever want this this is horrible but yeah really really begged my mom for those you know the things we do to to fit in you guys there's one final segment of the show I'm so excited to play it with you guys it is called what's that smell Mm, what's that smell it's rapid fire association I'm gonna name a person place or thing and you just say the first thing that comes to mind and no answer is wrong. So it's like anything that that means to you. It could be a color. It could be a scent. It could be a note. It could be anything. Okay. Are you ready to play? What's that smell? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What is the smell of um, New York City? Oh my God. Pee. Pus. <laughs> or pasta. I lived above an Italian restaurant. Pa- Wait, oh. I heard pee in there. Who said pee? I said, well, my apartment, or I'm like in my walk up, it either smells like pee or pasta. Um, which is horrible but also extremely funny because I live above Isodi which is a awesome Italian restaurant in the city yeah but when they're like cooking or baking bread or whatever it smells like pasta or bread which is lovely yeah but we also live next to a huge trash collection area Mm. so every couple of days it starts to pile up and smell like pee so pasta or pee that sounds like a game I would play you know that sounds like pasta or pee okay um, Jade, what about you? 
I said bus because I think like now it's so hot in New York. Yeah. And I always think of, you know, when you stand behind a bus that smell. and it's like sense and it's also sends that like heat wave. Yes. Like it's like, and I, now I feel like that's just New York when you walk outside. It's just like standing behind a bus. That is totally the smell of New York in the summer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What is the smell of a hangover? Well, it's coffee for me. Um, you know when your bo smells like alcohol yeah oh yeah very distinct smell i do like yeah that's the smell of a hangover to me well for me it's cigarettes and coffee because my clothes and my hair smell usually like cigarettes Mm -hmm. from going out the night before and uh i always have a coffee my hangover trick is that i make a coffee when i'm drunk so that when i wake up it's next to my bed and um, so I always wake up to a an espresso next to my bed to just chug before I even get up. Wow, good for you for having the wherewithal to like get home drunk and be like, time to make coffee. Like that's <laughs> the amount of times I've broken cups and yeah. spilled coffee on my rug is not great. Yeah. So I remember one time I was on like an intense diet and I was I would like cut up vegetables so that if I was drunk I could just like go home and like munch on carrots and I'm like this is that was a low point for me that was that's commitment that is real commitment. that was my that was my drunk prep um what is the smell if you guys had to like boil it down to big picture what are the what's the one smell of each of your childhoods I would say rose for me in Persian cooking there's a lot of rose water Mm. and uh it's like orange blossom or rose is the two quintessential scents of, I would say, Persian culture. Mm. Um, and so growing up, my grandma's – not my grandma. My great aunt is a very famous cookbook author. So whenever I'd hang out with her and my grandma, um, I would always be in her kitchen cooking. And so it would always smell like, you know, rose uh, rose water or orange blossom. And so those so are two pretty. really – That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So I love those scents. Wow. Yeah, kind of going the similar route. It was like star anise. I'm Vietnamese mm-hmm. and they use it in pho. I, my grandma always cooks pho at home and like from scratch. Wow. And I also like lived in Vietnam for a year in middle school. So maybe even just like maybe I'm going to fragrancy, but pho, the smell of pho is very, yeah. Um, it's very, it's very distinct. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, Sabrina, what is the smell of jade? What does Jade smell like? Yeah. Half the time horrible, I'm sure. No, I, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, well, it, I don't know why my brain automatically went to this, but I would say honey because recently Jade has been eating a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> around me. <laughs> but but Jade is very, like, Jade reminds me of honey. She's very sweet and always very happy to see me, hopefully. But a lot of, like, I would say a lot of just honey and sweetness. That is really – that's a sign of a true friendship. Like, that answer yeah. means, like, you're in it. You're in it for the long haul. Jade, what is the smell of Sabrina? I was going to say espresso. That checks like, out, yeah. I drink so much coffee. I don't I don't drink coffee at all. So, like, the smell of coffee is very noticeable to me. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, especially when we're out. Sabrina always gets espresso martinis. And that's I think so before they were, like, in vogue. Because now they're definitely – um, more of a thing, but this has been like a long time standing espresso martini person. I will say I have loved, my heart has not loved, but I have loved espresso martinis since, I don't know. It's literally been my drink of choice since 18. Well, I mean, I, I mean, 21. That is so cl- When I was 18, I was drinking Malibu pineapple. So we've, we've lived very different lives. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was ever good vodka, but yeah. it was mostly like just Burnett's. like the, 
yeah, Burnett's with like the Starbucks espresso that I would chase with. Um, but yeah, I I love Red Bull vodkas actually though. Really? They're so good. I yeah. love them. You know, they're that's so bad, but so good. The smell, the taste, everything. I love it's the smell so of a Red Bull vodka. My okay, so one of my best childhood friends went to Georgetown, so I would like hang out with her a lot at Georgetown. And I will say this, like maybe I don't know why kids at GW didn't do this, but you guys or not you guys, but like they always drank Burnett's or like nothing else. And like we like it was awful. Like we did not drink. I feel like we went like more like a Smirnoff route. I think Burnett's is even like more affordable. But I remember just like it, it came in like a plastic bottle yeah. and they would just that get like the most they would get like banana burnets or like disgusting flavors and I was like you don't have to live like this like it gets yeah. better like you guys I, all go to Georgetown like you like what what I think the funniest moment of my college like career that I ever remember was one of our friends was so drunk so drunk so drunk so drunk and had multiple different burnets flavors it was like peach the banana yes. flavor lime like lemon everything and he was forced everyone to do a Burnett's flavor like tasting and was literally leading everyone through it as if it was some wine tasting. Uh, and he was like, this one comes from our Eastern field. And oh I don't remember. It was That's just, funny though. It was very funny, but I was like, there's no way I'm trying to drink this straight and sip on yeah, it. Yeah, like, it's what, definitely what not a taste. You definitely don't do like a tasting of Burnett's. No, you no. like chug it but, back and try not to remember that you did it. Um, exactly. Yeah. But that was, that was definitely such a huge thing because in high school or whatever I'm not that I didn't drink in high school but yeah I didn't no even know did. what I no one did but I didn't know what Burnett's was so when I came to Georgetown I was like oh like what is this alcohol that literally everyone drinks everyone 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 it was like the staple of it's a Georgetown these, uh, thing I don't know yeah, anybody else who drinks like, it because like I feel like now like every like every time you're at like a house party like now it's like Tito's yeah. I, I guess like and I'm like why didn't we ever do t- Tito's well, it's way like, more affordable but I'm just saying yeah, like there are other too. affordable brands but I feel like for some reason it like was like a, it was a Georgetown yeah like I don't know I visited my friends at other schools nobody drank Burnett's it was like but Georgetown only had I feel yeah I think we did um Smirnoff I think we did Smirnoff yeah. or, or Svedka but I don't know um, the last question that I will ask is, what is the smell? Well, I guess I know the answer to this because this, so this seems like a dumb question, but what is the smell of 4AM skin? Fucking fabulous by Tom Ford. <laughs> I'll take it. I love it. Or tobacco vanille, but I just wanted to say fucking fabulous. Yeah. I mean, it's a good name. It's a good name to like be like, I'm wearing fucking fabulous. Well, it's funny because I, I know this was the last question, but that was the gift that my, uh, my little gave me when we launched. She was like, you're fucking fabulous. The brand is fucking fabulous. So here is fucking fabulous. That's such a great gift. I love that. Wow. That was cute. Cute. Okay. Jade, any final remarks? No, I think those are good answers for for the fragrance of 4AM. I would love, would love to do some sort of fragrance or something in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, but- I think especially because our brand has so many elements of, like we said, nightlife that downtown high fashion girl you know that you see that kind of within the underpinnings of the brandings which it's not so obvious but like we definitely are very different than the you know green and millennial pink like skincare brands that you see on the market so I think a lot of fragrance evokes that feeling as well of being this like cool girl that goes out you know and so I think that's something that really we both want to do is is have a fragrance that really evokes that feeling as well yeah, I mean, even our bottles, like we 
we, I remember when we were talking to manufacturers for our bottles, we were like, we're really inspired by perfume bottles. That's why oh. they're, they're like, our bottles are glass. Yeah. I can't wait to, to try it. That's so awesome. Yeah, we can't wait for you to try it. Maybe we'll do a collab someday. Maybe we can make a perfume together. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Okay, great. Let's do it. Well, you guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the pod. Where can everyone um, shop for 4AM Skin and where can they follow you? So shop 4AM at 4AMSkin.com. Really easy. And so is our, our handle on everything is at 4AM Skin. My handle's at Jade Beglin, but I keep it personal, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, my handle is at Sabsade, um, S-A-B-S-A-D-E, and it's shop the number 4AMSkin. Oh. Dot com. Yeah. yeah, I just sometimes make that clarification for people. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then same on socials, number four AM skin. Amazing. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. You guys, if you are listening to this, you can follow me at Emma Vern or the podcast at Perfume Room Pod on Instagram and on TikTok. I am Emma underscore Vern. Sabrina and Jade, you guys have been amazing and have a great day. Thank you. Thank so you much for, for having, having us. us. Perfume Room is edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez. <laughs>